The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in. And I'm so grateful that you guys are also enjoying the new weekly TV show. The webpage is almost ready and I'm just thrilled to get it all out there and share even more with you guys. So if you haven't been already and haven't subscribed, please go to my YouTube um, channel, Living in the Magic of Possibilities TV. And you can find that if you go to the Living of the Magic of Possibilities Facebook page. I've pinned it right at the top. Or just message me or email me and I will send you the link. And each week I do at least one sometimes more uh, videos that are in relation to the show that I've done. So what it does is just kind of as my awarenesses continue after the show, um, I just am able to share that. So last week, I think the video that I did was called, um, is this, could this be the reason you don't have all the money that you uh, desire? based on actually a little cartoon that I watched. So go check that out. Now, this week's show is something that I don't think that I've actually spoke a whole lot about. Um, It's all about the time I almost divorced hubby, which may sound really unusual for those of you that know hubby in probably the last couple of years, myself and hubby in the last couple of years. Um, If you knew us maybe five or 10 or 15 or 20 or so years ago, you wouldn't question it at at all. Uh, But in the last couple of years, we've really created magic together and have totally changed the way that we be with each other. But there was a time that that was not the case, let me tell you. And, you know, for the sake of the title of the show, I make it sound like it was just once. However, the truth of it is, is that it was not just once that I considered uh, divorcing hubby um, way too many times and not way too many times from the place that I've got a point of view about divorce because I really don't. If people choose it or don't choose it, it's not relevant to me. Um, But from the place of how much I was using relationship as a way to distract me, that's where the energy was with it. And so then we, you know, in in Access, you might have heard us talk about uh, distractor implants. 
Pretty much everything that we do <laughs> could be classified as a distractor implant. It really depends on what you're doing with whatever it is you're doing. So you can do relationship without any distractor implants in it whatsoever, or you could do it like the way I used to do it. <laughs> and it was just constant distractor implants. So pretty much every day at one point, I would think I really need to leave. And... <clears throat> The really cool thing, you know, when I look back is in 2011, um, it was June of 2011, and I was really ready to be done. And I had a lot of points of view, like so many, so many points of view about what a happy or good or perfect marriage would look like. And ours was none of that. And what I, probably the biggest thing that I had decided along the way was that if you had a happy marriage, if you were happy together, you would have the same interests. And because hubby didn't have an interest in, say, Reiki or the spiritual world or, you know, reading angel cards or all of the stuff that I did and, you know, did as a business and did um, and, and enjoyed that I really took that to mean, well, then we shouldn't be together, you know, and, and how much I distracted myself with that, you guys, oh my gosh, it, it was crazy, which means when I talk about distracting it, I mean, I just went over and over in my mind, it's like, well, this isn't right, and this isn't right, and he's not like this, and I'm not like this, and he should be more like that, and if only he was more like this, then I could be like this, and you know, you get the energy of distraction, right, and all that's doing is keeping me in the crazy, so that there's no choice beyond it. Now, of course, there's a choice beyond it. And when you're stuck in that crazy, and I'm sure all of you guys at one point have been, it does feel like there's no other choice. And so what I would kind of do, and most of this was just done in my head, a lot of, not a lot of times, sometimes it would come out, but most times it would just stay in my head. So then it was like, you know, oh my gosh, he looked at me that way. So it means this. And now we need to, you know, sit down and have a good talk about that so that it, this doesn't occur. And I mean, you it's just, it was just crazy. And so June of 2011, I was in the same space, just ready to be done. And we were having a conversation. I don't remember much about that, but I remember saying to him, uh, I was going away for a few weeks and I said, when I come back, I'll be back late the Friday night and I'm leaving early Saturday morning because I'm going up to Edmonton to take a bars class, an access bars class. And it was the first one that I was going to, to take because it was so difficult to find somebody. It was actually a woman that came down from um, the, the Northwest Territories to teach this class in Edmonton. And he looked at me and he said, oh, can I come? Now... <laughs> Again, if you guys would have known us way back then, you would have fainted like I almost did when he said it. Um, and I mean, now it wouldn't phase me at all. But back then, it was the most unusual thing he would say. And I just looked at him and I'm like, yeah, would you like to? And he's like, well, I asked, didn't I? And I'm like, okay, but you've never wanted to do anything like this. And he's like, I don't know, I just would like to go. I'm like, Okay, and meanwhile, I'm in, in my head, I'm thinking, geez, I was really ready to be done this, and hmm, I wonder what the heck. <laughs> and 
so, you know, went away for my few weeks and, and I was doing some other training and then came back and we went off to our first bars class together. Now, I would love to tell you that that fixed it all, <laughs> changed everything, but I would be lying because it didn't. Uh, and it was the start. It absolutely was the start. And I, I remember it because of many things. One, we were running each other's bars on a regular basis. So even just that time together without the fences, without, and you should be doing this, or I need to do this, or, you know, any of that, it was just running each other's bars, really started shifting and changing things for us. And then the more that I studied access, so of course, all most of my shows are on the using the tools of access consciousness, which is accessconsciousness.com. You can go find out more information about that. The more that I started was studying it and listening to shows and, and all of that, the more that I realized as much as I don't want, didn't want to admit it back then, he wasn't the problem. <laughs> Shocking, I know, but it was me. And it was my points of view and my judgments and all of the stuff that I was projecting onto him and projecting onto myself also um, of what a relationship, what a happy marriage looks like, what two people who are in love, what they do together, how they be together, how they live in the world, like all of this crazy that I was carrying around with me. And then it was almost like I had it on a checklist. And when, when he didn't um, check off, you know, even half of the boxes, my first reaction was always, okay, well, then I'm going to go. I've got to leave. Now, okay, once or twice, maybe. But honestly, you guys, this was pretty much a daily thought that I had go on in my head. And I had all of the justifications and the reasons behind it. You know, I could pull out that chart any, any day of the week and say, but look, none of these are checked off or only a few of these are checked off. Or I would go, you know, spend time with a friend and her husband and I'd be like, oh my God, we're not like them. We don't do that. We're not like that. And, and then go back into, which I didn't know at the time was the distractor implant of relationship and, and be back in that place of, well, I've got to go, I've got to go, I've got to go. And I'm so grateful. I was at least smart enough not to say it out loud as many times as it went on in my head. I did say it out loud on various occasions. Um, I did find just what him and I had created together and the sort of relationship that we had back then, there was, when it kind of felt like we hit a wall, I wonder what the best wording is. Like, if I didn't feel like he was hearing me, it was often the only thing that would get his attention. And, you know, I can only speak on my part from this. I'm not going to speak on hubby's part and I'm not going to, you know, say all these things that he was wrong or he was bad. It's not about that at all. It really isn't. Um, for me, it's just looking at it and, and sharing for you guys, for, for my part of it. Um, in no way do I mean he was an angel and in no way do I mean he wasn't. I just just so that you guys can get the energy of the distractor implants of relationship and what you can choose, uh, you know, what else is possible um, and really being aware that there actually is another possibility. And again, it's not that you have to stay with somebody. That's not what I'm advocating at all. I'm really just about, hey, be in your awareness. And by 
June of 2011, so when we took that bars class together, I had listened to enough radio shows on access that I got the sense of asking the light and heavy. And so that is actually what I was started doing. So truth, if I leave hubby today, what will my life be like in five years? Truth, if I don't leave hubby today, what will my life be like in five years? And it was so interesting to me because I honestly expected every time I asked for it to be heavy for me to stay, and it never was, not once. And I was willing to receive that. Like there's times now I could ask, you know, let's say there was a donut on the counter and I'm like, body, would you like that? Will that create more? And, you know, if I really desired it, I could override it, of course, um, and probably get a light that I did desire it, even if my body was saying no. And, and I never was able to override that question, even though I expected it to be so. And so I would be like, okay, so it's light to say, okay, so what else is possible? And you guys have probably, depending on if you've listened to my show before, you've probably heard me talk about the exercise that I use a lot. I still do. I mean, this is 2016, that was 2011, but I still use this little tiny exercise, which seems insignificant, and yet it changes so much. And so what I would do when I would get really caught up in the distractor implant, really caught up in the, well, he doesn't love me because he's not doing this, or he said this, and then he did that, or, you know, all of that, when I would go into that, and it would just feel like I was engulfed in it, I would go to, okay, well, what else is possible? So in this case, I would say, what else is possible with this marriage that I've never even considered? (sighs) And it was just like, I wasn't looking for an answer. I just got into that space. Okay, so what else is possible with this marriage that I never even considered? (sighs) Okay, so what else is possible with this marriage that I've never even considered? And and that is the expansiveness. And I would just keep asking that. And sometimes I could spend 20 minutes in that question, probably even 30 minutes in that question, just to play in that. Because I knew, even though I didn't know what it was at the time with the distractor implant, I knew that that energy wasn't fun and it wasn't creating more. Because when I was in the place of I need to go, I'm not happy, he's a jerk, or whatever it might have been... All then I would look for was proof of that. You know, we're often trying to validate our realities. And so if I had the point of view that I need to leave, then I would be creating the proof to validate that I need to leave, which was just more picking and picking and picking and picking about what wasn't right, what should have been, et cetera, et cetera. So it was really from that place of, okay, well, what else is possible that I've never even considered? And so, boom, we're taking a bars class together. Like, honestly, you guys, again, I know if you've met hubby in the last couple of years or myself and you've seen us together, seen us on Facebook, that you think, what? Why would she ever consider that? Believe me, I get it because it does not cross my mind now. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that. And the big part of that for me, one was the bars and doing them together and, and creating that space. And the second part was looking at what I was creating when I chose to be in distractor implant with the relationship. Because it's kind of like that old saying, like shit or get off the pot. Like either you know, really shit, like shit, end the marriage, walk away, whatever you need to do, like one or the other, but don't play in the poo basically. And, and so then I saw how much of 
the distractors that I was using to distract me from creating more in my entire life. So it wasn't about just distracting with the relationship. It was distracting my me from creating a bigger business. It was distracting me from creating greater in my life in general. It was distracting me from creating anything because all I did was keep playing in the toilet with the poo and dissecting it and making it wrong and you know oh it's so smelly and it's so gross and like really that doesn't change anything so anywhere that you've been playing with the distractor implants in your relationship whether it's with a a lover or a friend or a parent or a child or whoever it doesn't matter anywhere you've been playing with those distractor implants we destroy and create them all and return them to center with consciousness Wow, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it's the first step always is about being aware. And so you can even ask yourself, okay, so truth, am I distracting myself with this thought right now? Because then you can start becoming aware that, wow, when I'm sitting here thinking about how he should be picking up his socks and he should be cleaning up after dinner or he should be doing this or he should be doing that, that all I'm doing is distracting myself from choosing greater. That's it. Which is an interesting choice, really. (laughs) And the more that you start to acknowledge that and the more you're willing to be aware of that, then the more, to me, the choice pokes you in the eye that it's just a choice. It's like, okay, I can choose to distract myself with that. Absolutely, that is one choice. And there's an infinite number of other choices that are so much more fun, so much more light, so much more playful. I'm going to go choose one of those now. (laughs) So anywhere that you haven't been willing to go choose something that does create more, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, we are going to head to break and we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. 
Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. So, so excited. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So actually starting back home, I'm still in Australia, but by this time, I'll be back home. So in Vermilion, Alberta, on February 6th, we're going to have a bars class, and I'm so excited. It's just turning out marvelously, uh, so much so that we'll move it from my acreage into the town of Vermilion. So just finding a location for that. And then off to Edmonton. OMG, this class is going to be out of this world. Uh, Starting the 17th, Miss Beautiful, lovely Lori Larson and I are co-facilitating a bars class. And this is at the West Edmonton Mall in the conference rooms. And then the 18th, um, we'll start a four day of the foundation class, which used to be foundation level one, and now is the foundation. They've just changed the name. Then off to Santa Cruz, hubby and I are going to fly into San Francisco, do a little bit of there, and then head down to Santa Cruz and... Brooke and I, my beautiful host, her and I are going to co-facilitate bars on February 21st, uh, 24th, and then off to the four-day foundation class again, too. So, oh my gosh, so excited. Then in April, off to Regina on the 8th, going to do a bars class, and that will be held at the Wingate by Windham, I think it's called, something like that. Uh, and same with the two-day class, so the 9th and 10th of April is is my brand new specialty class, How to Change Anything with Ease. So those three days are in Regina. Then off to Montreal, Quebec. Oh, yay, hallelujah. Uh, So the 27th going to be doing the bars class in Montreal. And then the 28th, 29th, 30th, uh, and May 1st is the four-day foundation. We just got a beautiful location for that. So I'm so excited. Then back (laughs) home-ish. Not too far from my home, May 25th will be bars in Lloydminster. And then starting on the 26th is the four-day foundation. And then hubby and I will be back into Europe for a beautiful tour, starting off with Munich, Germany, June 4th and 5th, how to change anything with ease. And then off to Bucharest, Romania, June 16th, we're going to do bars and Alina and I are going to do that together. So it'll be co-facilitated there. Then a one day class of five steps to increase your money flows on the 17th. And then on the 18th, how to change anything with ease. And also in the works, October, I believe it is 22nd and 23rd, London, England with the how to change anything with ease and then November 19th and 20th not even on the books yet is um, gifts talents capacities with entities in Florida yes I'm gonna go back and play with Amy and crew so I'm so 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 excited plus of course I've got a whole bunch of online stuff guys you guys probably know this by now but I have lots of different teleclasses you can join in uh, on Starting next week, it's a, we're calling it the trilogy, the Wealth Effect Trilogy. So many people were 
unable to join for the big program, the Wealth Effect, the three-month coaching program, uh, and they asked if I would make something that they could join us. So uh, the 20, January 26th, 27th, and 28th, three calls, a trilogy call, telecall series, uh, all about money. So check that out. You can find out more on my webpage or just message me on my Facebook page. You can find me somewhere, email me. Uh, and then I do have one spot left in the three-month coaching, the wealth effect. Um, so that's there too as a possibility. And I also have a bunch of new coaching programs. So if you haven't checked out my brand new webpage, go check it out because she's all done. And I love it. It's hot pink and black. How does it get any better? <laughs> All right, so let's go back to talking about divorce and the distractor implant of relationship. And this is a beautiful, a beautiful clearing that you can use if you find yourself getting stuck in the distractor implants. So first off, I'll actually go through the distractor implants so they can be anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, regret, guilt, addictive, compulsive, obsessive, perversive, perverted points of view, love, sex, jealousy, peace, life, death, living reality, fear, doubt, business, relationship. I've also seen myself and other people do money as a distractor implant. Um, Facebook is a huge distractor implant from my interesting point of view. You know, pretty much anything that stops you from creating what is truly possible, you're probably using it as a distractor. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do business or you shouldn't do relationship. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means you want to be aware of where you're operating within them. So if you are doing relationship the way I was describing it, where it's just like, oh, I need to leave. He's not right. He's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Then that's distractor implant. So here's a beautiful clearing. What have you made so vital about possessing distractor implants that keeps you from creating beyond them? Ah, everything that is will you destroy it and create all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what have you made so vital about possessing distractor implants that keeps you from creating beyond them? Everything that is will you destroy it and create all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so... I was talking to some friends earlier this week and, and I had said that I my body had tricked me <laughs> into these um, emu oil pills that I know really nothing about except uh, when when hubby and I, so we came to Australia, we spent some time in Malulaba um, as I took the, the certified facilitator class and then we came here to Cairns. And when we got, well, actually, it was probably the day before we left uh, Malulaba to come to Cairns, Hubby's foot swelled right up. And, um, you know, we tried different things, uh, body processes, all sorts of things, and nothing really was changing it at all. And we were in the health food store, so I was just kind of snooping around to see what they had. And they had these emu oil pills. And... I was really, you know, kind of more aware of his body and really looking around the store for stuff for his foot. And it felt really super light to buy these pills. And they were probably more expensive than I would spend on something uh, like that and whatever that is, but that's probably, you know, just more expensive. And bought them, got them home and looked at them a little bit closer and saw, oh my gosh, 
they're actually, you know, they're telling you right on it that it's going to take weeks to kind of start working. And they're supposedly good for inflammation and arthritis stuff and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, well, that's weird that I they were so light to buy them. And I just put them down feeling a little bit disappointed and wondering, you know, what you know, was I even being aware at the at the store? What the heck? And as I put them down and walked away, my body brought me back to them. And I'm like, oh, are these for me? And it was a huge yes. So it was like probably the only way to get me to spend that money on them was to think they might help hubby right now, get home, find out they weren't and here. Okay, now what? Oh, good. I'll take them. And they worked. And so if you guys have been listening along for, for the past year or so, um, my my one knee was bugging me a bit for a, well not a bit quite a bit for a while um kind of was able to change some things but every once in a while it i can feel what you might call inflammation in the joints and such and anyway so started taking these pills and they are you know the cat's meow and as I was explaining to my friends and I was just letting that like I was more joking about my body tricking me and my one friend, oh, cause I said to her, you know, I know this, I know the inflammation isn't mine. Like I'm very aware it's not mine. And until I'm able to clear whatever it is, then I, these, these, you know, herbs or whatever you want to call them, they work. So yay, how's it get any better? And so then she just messaged back and she said, but how do you know that it's not yours? Like she had some own, has some of her own stuff going on with the body. So she was just, you know, I think kind of feeling like, but it has to be yours because it's in our body. And, and I, and then my response back was, I know it's not mine because when I ask, like I'll actually ask my body, like truth body, is this yours? And it's always a no. And it's an undeniable no. Like, <laughs> just like, you know, when I would ask about divorcing a hubby or not, if it's an undeniable, you know, not going to create more. And so it was just a heavy. And what I started to explain in, in the message back was a lot of times I would go into the judgment of me with uh, with the inflammation or with the achiness or with the stiffness or whatever it is, I would go into judgment of myself for having it. And in my attempts to fix it, I would actually be doing it from distractor. And so the reason I want to talk about that is, is to look at all the areas, and I mean, these are only a few areas that, that we distract ourselves, but even something like that, even when we've got the tools, we can be using them in a way that's distracting us from creating more. So I could sit for two hours and go through clearings and go through processes and do all sorts of things to, to change what was going on in my body. But if I'm doing it from the judgment that I was, it's just another form of distraction. Judgment is a huge distraction. That's why it often feels like you're on a loop that you can't get off of because that's a distractor implant. And so if I'm walking around feeling stiff and sore and I'm going in my head, well, I shouldn't feel like this. It's not mine. And, and you know, I, I have all these tools and I've been studying access for five years and I should know better. And, you know, all of that crazy. It's just another form of distractor implant than going, hmm, okay, sweet body, I get it's not mine. Um, right now, I know that if I even try to clear it, I'm going to do it from judgment. So what else is possible? And she brings me these beautiful emo, em, emu oil pills. I mean, how does it get any better than that? And, and so then I went on to explain to my friends that what I will do 
if I do feel a spaciousness and it does feel like something that's going to create more, then I will ask questions around it and and clear whatever's there. And I mean, I'm using my body as an example right now, but it would be the same thing if something came up with, with hubby and I, I would do the same thing because it's not about playing in any form of a distractor at all. It's really about being in your awareness of what will this create? Will sitting and focusing on what's wrong with a situation create more? Will sitting and focusing on what's right create more? Like, I mean, you want to be aware. And, and Gary and Dan, I think I've talked about this since the, the class in, in Malulaba. You know, Gary was talking about, like, asking, okay, what will this choice create in the world? What will this choice create in the world? <laughs> what will this choice create in the world? Because nine times out of ten, well, no, ten times out of ten, if you're, in, if you're playing with dis- it from distractor implant, it'll never create more. And that's where I talk about whether you want to change something in your body, you want to change your money situation, you want to change your relationship, you wanna, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're doing it from spaciousness and not from judgment. Because when we try to change something from judgment, all you're going to do is hit those barriers and go back into that energy of proving it and making it right and making you wrong and distractor and <laughs> you get the energy of that, right? So everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you've been trying to change what isn't working in your life through judgment, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Because bring up something that you would like to change, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your body, whether it's a money thing, whatever. Just bring up one thing, the energy of one thing. What energy is required to change this now? Yeah. Can you perceive that? What energy is required to change this now? It's like a lightness, a bubbly, a champagne energy, uh, an expansiveness uh, out there, a like space. None of those energies will you ever be when you're in judgment. I'm going to say that again. None of those energies, that spaciousness, that yumminess, that champagne energy, that expansiveness, that you who you cannot be those energies when you are choosing judgment. And that might be another tool to get you back into the energy to change it. When you start going down the distraction of it, go back into, okay, well, what energy is required to change this? Anything that doesn't allow me to be that energy right now, I destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And, you know, a lot of times people assume that I spend hours and hours and hours listening to, you know, either my classes or old classes I've taken or, you know, running clearing loops and and doing all of that. And I really don't. (laughs) There's times I do. Absolutely, there's times that I do. And more times than not, I don't. 
One thing that I became aware of, and it took me a while because I judged myself for it for a long time before I acknowledged the, the um, space of it, was that these tools that we use, the classes we take, the, these radio shows we listen to, all of this are tools to cre- create the phenomenal life that we've never imagined possible. And so many people distract themselves with all of it and don't ever get to the enjoying the phenomenal life they've created because they're so stuck in clearing and fixing and changing, forcing change (laughs) instead of playing and having fun and the joy of it. And please don't assume I don't, you know, I don't listen to anything or I, I don't do clearings. I do but I don't live for them. They are not on 24-7 for me. Yes, if something's up, I will probably use interesting point of view. I have this point of view. That's probably the one, if you were to spend time in my head, that's the one you would hear the most often. But the big fancy clearings that we get in classes and all of that, if there's something that really jumps at me or something that I'm really looking at changing, yes, absolutely, I will use them. And we've been here in Australia now for almost two months and I have not played one clearing loop since we have been here. Um, I'm just checking and making sure that's true. There might've been a couple that I played in, in December. Yeah, there was a couple I played in December for you know maybe a day or two. <clears throat> but otherwise I don't live in the fixing of it energy I've really consciously chose to be in the enjoying of my life energy. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) If it doesn't, let me know. (laughs) But it really is a different energy for me. And I, again, I used to really judge me because it'd be like, I would hear people say, oh my gosh, I listened to that, you know, 18 times and I, you know, transcribed it and I did this and I'm going, oh my gosh, I I didn't do that. I must be wrong. We're not wrong. It's not wrong to transcribe it and listen to it 18 times, and it's not wrong not to. It's just following what works for you. Now I see it's break time, my goodness. So we're off to break, and I'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. 
From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking about, well, I think it's mostly about distractor implants, really. Uh, but from the basis of how, you know, much time and energy years ago that I would spend in, you know, all the reasons I needed to leave hubby and, um, and even, you know, even with my body, how much I distracted myself through for all the years since I was nine years old of the dieting and the wrongness and the hatred of it. And it should be different and it has to be different. And I don't look like the other girls in my class, you know, on and on and on. And all of that just keeps us so distracted from what is truly possible for us to create. And it's there's so many gifts. I always say it's one of the biggest gifts from access. But honestly, there's so many gifts that I could speak for for decades and all eternity on and and one of them is really the the willingness to look at we always have choice and so if something isn't working in your life choose different <laughs> not differently but different So, you know, if I would have been able to, you know, this me now who has the information, has the tools, has the experience, could talk to the me from 20 years ago, it'd be like, hey, honey, you know what? You've got a choice. You can sit here and keep playing with this poo or you could choose something different. And that might be harsh to somebody who doesn't know there's another possibility, (laughs) (laughs) And I probably would say it different um, than that with, you know, depending on the person. And really, how much of an invitation and how much kindness can that be to somebody to, to say, as long as they're asking, you know, as long as the person is genuinely asking uh, for, for a contribution or a question or something, then even just to let them know what they're choosing right now, they have another choice. And, and I would like to be that for you listeners. If there's somewhere that you're playing with in your life from that distractor energy, from that, well, this isn't right and that's not right and they're not being nice and blah, but you know, like that crazy distraction energy. Let me tell you right now, you have another choice. Now that choice might create more, like it might be to walk out the door and, and end the relationship. It might be to not to. If you're just willing to get out of the distractor implant, that's when you can start being whatever's required to change it. And so like I was talking about with with myself and hubby was looking looking at it from like, what if I actually stopped judging him? And that's huge, my friends. (laughs) That is really huge because that I spent a lot of time there and it wasn't 
I didn't know any different. And I don't mean that from a justification. I just mean, really, I didn't back then know there was anything different. I had seen people do that my entire life. There wasn't a lot of kindness. There was more here, let me tell you everything that's wrong about you and everything you need to change so I can be happy, kind of that energy, as opposed to like, wow, you're really great just the way you are. And if I need you to change, then that's my thing, not yours. And so I started using the tool, interesting point of view, I had that point of view, so that everything, every time I went to the judgment of hubby, or the judgment of me with regards to hubby, whatever it was, I would use, okay, well, that's an interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Hmm, that's an interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And then if you guys haven't already, I really encourage you to go on to the foundation. Well, bars for sure. If you haven't taken a bars class, please get your butt to one. Um, or at least be getting your bars on a ran on a regular basis. Uh, and then take the foundation class because there's so much information in there. But basically, one of the things that we talked about, and so we took our first bars class in June and we went on to the foundation in uh, September of 2011. And it probably was what changed everything for me or, you know, another start to it. Because one of the things in there that sounds really ridiculous, but when when we talked about it in the class, I totally got it, was Gary's um, awareness of what creates an amazing relationship. And it has three parts to it. The first part is that Oh, oh, they're good in bed. I was like, this is a really important one. Why can't I think of it? So number one, they're good in bed. Number two, they supply money or the equivalent. So in my case right now, hubby isn't creating money with me, or like bringing money in, but he's doing everything so I don't have to do that. So, you know, what I would be paying somebody. Um, and then number three is they let you do whatever you want and you let them do whatever they want. And that's it. Those are the three qualities in a, of an amazing relationship. And there might be additional ones that you've got in your relationship that are kind of what we might call icing on the cake. But any, like anything, you know, if there any of, if those three qualities aren't there, you can still have a relationship with them. You just want to be aware it may not create more, may, who knows, be in your awareness. Um, but those three qualities, and I was like, okay, well, Javi and I definitely have that. So everywhere I decided that he has to, you know, go down the spiritual path like I was doing at the time or read the same book says or, you know, any of that. Those were just a whole bunch of, in a sense, prove it to me. You say you love me, prove it to me. Oh, you're not doing that, so you mustn't love me. Or, you know, it's all that distractor energy. And we had a bunch of other stuff, kind of the icing on the cake too. So I was willing to stop going into the, but it has to look like this. It needs to be like this. You know, he has an absolute love and addiction of geocaching. And I don't mind it once in a while, but to the degree that he loves it, I would prefer him and go, he go and do it on his own and I will stay at home creating something or I'll go to the beach and he can do that, whatever it is. And when I started allowing that to be okay, instead of like, no, a happy, good, 
couple that is going to stay together forever. They would do everything together. So I have to go geocaching with you and then, you know, spend the day hating it. That's not creating more. So it was like I started to get rid of all of the form and structure, all of the way that it has to be for me. And then it was interesting because it kind of opened up the door of, okay, yeah, there's no right or wrong. And nothing is going to put me into the judgment of him or of I. And what actually works for me? Because I still have preference on some things. So if I, you know, before I would do it from the place of, well, it has to be like this. When I go visit my family, he has to come with me because that's what good couples do. And, you know, people would say, well, why, where is he? What's wrong? Or, you know, it's like, no, he just doesn't want to be, and then you don't want to say that to somebody who doesn't want to be here. Um, but it's just kind of got that energy. So then it was about me starting to get clear about, hey, what does work for me? Do I prefer if he's with me in this situation, in this situation, in this situation? So then that's what I started to ask for. Like if I was going to a family event and I would just check in. So do, do I desire him to be with me? Sometimes it was a yes, sometimes it was a no. If it was a yes, then I would ask him. I would say, hey, I'm going to this event. I would love if you would join me. From the place of him having choice, not from a, you have to come or I'm going to leave you. Because <laughs> I've done that before. I know, crazy. Um, but really from a place of asking for what I desired and not having a point of view if he said no. And what I found is that more of those or even, you know, things that maybe weren't as, didn't really matter to me if he came, he he would ask to come. And so then it started creating more of that space too, because there wasn't that push of energy on him that he had to. So then like all of us, if we don't feel like somebody's demanding something of us, we're more likely to say yes. But the minute we feel that demand energy, that minute that we feel like we have to do something, usually that's when we kind of start messing it up. Um, or pushing back. And so, you know, that was a really cool miracle in of itself because I just noticed all these shifts and all these changes because my energy, and again, it became so clear for me about, wow, this really was my crazy. Like all the stuff that I thought was wrong with him or wrong with us or wrong with us because it was wrong with him really had nothing to do with him. It had to do with me and where I was and how much I wasn't willing to receive, how much I wasn't willing to ask for what I truly desired and how much I was using our marriage as a way to distract me from what I could create in the world. And when I look back now, you know, even from from 2011, 2012 to to now and what I've created in my life, in, in our life, in our living in business is exponentially so much bigger than what I could have had I stayed in that distraction energy. So everywhere that you're distracting yourself from creating what you truly desire, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, bad, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I'm going to run the one from earlier. What have you made so vital about possessing distractor implants that keeps you from creating beyond them? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
And then it really comes to choosing, you know, and, and there might be a time, like I said, there might be a time you're in a relationship and you're asking, you know, let's say 30 days in a row, truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I stay? Truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I, if I leave? And, you know, 27 times out of 30 times you ask, it's light for you to go, that you may want to follow that. Because it's not about, you know, staying because that's the right thing to do from what this reality says. It's just about being aware of what actually is going to create the most and getting out of your head with that, you know, because if you would have told me even five years ago, you know, even when we first started doing bars together and, and all of this, that we could create what we've created now for hubby and I, I probably would have laughed in your face <laughs> like really I would have because I really would have never expected that I could choose to stop judging to the degree that I was judging and the funny part is I would have told you I wasn't judgmental all the while judging his ass <laughs> You know, I, I have a little SoundCloud clip. I haven't listened to it in a while, but I got to go on and listen to it because it's, it was, um, I think I called it confessions of a judgmental bitch or something like that because I would, you know, I would tell him that, oh, he's got to, um, you know, I would say to him, oh, you're just being negative and you need to stop being negative. And if you don't stop being negative, you know, you're just going to create more negativity. So stop being negative. You're so negative. <laughs> and I was like, but who's really being negative in that situation? And, and that's what I would do a lot of it was the kind of the law of attraction energy or the way that I took law of attraction. I don't mean that's the way law of attraction was meant to be talked about. I just, I just took it a certain way and it became that reality for me, you know, where I had the right, and I'm putting that into quotations, I had the right to judge him based on that. So I could tell him how wrong he was, so he could change, so he could be right like I was. <laughs> oh my gosh. And if you'd have told me I could have, I was going to change that, I honestly would not have believed you. Now, first off, I would have probably would have slapped you because then I would have told you I wasn't judgmental. He needed to hear those things. <laughs> And then, you know, as I kind of continued with, with studying access and kind of even got the energy of superior bitch. And, and if you ever take a class with me, you'll probably hear me say it to at least somebody in the room or call myself it. Cause I, I'm very aware of how good I am at it. Um, but just that energy of, of thinking that, that I know better. And in this case that I knew better for him, that I knew better that if he stopped being so negative that it would make my life better and that it would be better for him. And I mean, it's just so unkind and I'm not wrong for what I chose and he's not wrong for what he chose. It's just really sometimes fun to kind of look back and go, wow, we used to play there. And I mean, I honestly didn't even desire to spend time with him. I was always happy to see him head out the door and it's been a year. We were just talking about it the other day. It's been a year since he's retired. We spend pretty much every day, all day together. There might be an hour or two, whether I'm in sessions or doing my radio show or, you know, he's out geocaching, um, that we're apart, but otherwise we're together. And honestly, I miss him when he's not here. 
And that is the weirdest thing for me. Like, you know, it, it just is because I spent so much time pushing him away energetically and otherwise. And I'm so, so grateful that I was willing to ask and be in my awareness of what was going to create more and know that leaving wasn't going to create more. And then also the willingness to, to never give up, to never quit, to never give in, to keep going forward and say, okay, yeah, I cannot judge him right now, or I cannot judge me for judging him, or, you know, just choosing and choosing and choosing again and staying an interesting point of view and going back into interesting point of view when I didn't stay in it and, and not ever seeing anything as, as black or white. It's just, hey, that's an interesting choice. Now what can I choose? So, so grateful. And, you know, there's still times that I play with distractor implants and it's only for me at this point when I don't have enough on the go. So right now I've got three different web pages. I've got four major um, program. I, there's so much on the go. I don't have time to play with distractor implants. And I'm so, I so love that space. I love the creating space. I love the, the yum, the expansiveness. And so I know now when I go into distractor of, you know, oh, there's not enough money or, oh, that person looked at me funny or, you know, whatever that that's just a way to distract me and I'm just showing me I don't have enough on the go. So it's okay. What can I add to my life today to change this right away? <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening in. I would love your feedback about the show. So come on over to the Living in the Magic of Possibilities Facebook page and let me know or post on one of the videos in the TV show. And uh, yeah, would love to hear from you. All right, have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.